That one sounded kind of off. <laughs> God damn it. Well. Just sync up the bark. It's not too loud now. I heard clapping. Oh, God. Are you okay in there? The spikes. <laughs> That's the start. Yeah. <laughs> Just excited that the podcast is starting, right? Yep. The biggest supporters. Yep. We're Bottle Fuchsia, and our number one fans are Corgis. Cast everyone. I am John. With me tonight is Nanners. Hello. Aaron. Hey. Brady. Hi. You can find all of our content at bottlefuchsia.com, streams at twitch.tv slash bottlefuchsia, videos and archives of streams at twitch, nerd, youtube.com slash bottlefuchsia. I don't know, Twitch and YouTube. You can find us on the internet. We're on the internet. (laughs) Facebook and Twitter at bottlefuchsia. Oh, man. Uh, Nanners, what have you been playing for the past two weeks? Uh, pretty much just Metal Gear Solid Five. Mm. Um, This other little game came out called No Man's Sky. It did come out. Small thing you probably haven't heard yeah. of. Yeah. It's like an indie game or something. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Made by like 12 people in a basement somewhere. Uh, I mean, 15. Fif- oh, no, yeah. You're right. Um, I I don't even know what to say about that game. It's fascinating as a programmer. It's really fascinating. Yep. Thinking about as someone, the amount of things that they had to shove in there. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as someone that really likes exploring games, though, it's not real good. <laughs> like, it makes me really want to go play Fallout and look for like all the custom tailored little nuanced things that you find there so your issue your would you say your big issue is the worlds just don't feel alive enough yep yep yeah it like it is a technological marvel of a game Mm -hmm. but game is a loose term yeah right (laughs) yeah like like, ouch (laughs) i i I don't know i was really just kind of hoping for a big empty universe that I could wander around in and it really doesn't even feel good enough for me to do that. There isn't enough interesting life. There isn't enough variation. I really don't find like a point in searching for stuff anymore even. So you're just on a line and you're going to go to the next thing in your randomly generated line. Yeah. Aaron, I know you said you've been, uh, still playing it. What have you been up to in it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've sunk forty-one hours into it at this point. Jesus, and, and that's actual <laughs> hours. I didn't just fall asleep and leave the game running. Wow, which I very easily could have. Okay, um, I didn't leave my starting planet for like twenty hours too. Like I, I really wanted to, like check it out. I, I wanted to find all of the animals. You know, to get the the checklist all done and and get the credit reward for you know hundred percenting a planet, but. Uh, what I've found, and I've I've been playing a lot of it, what I've found is that, like, everything there is to do in the game is kind of presented right up front. So on your first planet, 
you, you get to see most of what you can do and most of what the, the variety uh, is going to be. And then after that, going on to your next planet, uh, it, it's basically the same thing, just looks kind of different. I would say you do even more in that first gameplay cycle on the first planet than you do the rest of the game. Oh, sure, yeah, because you, you kind of have a point. You're, you're trying to fix your ship, and that's mm-hmm. like, you, you at least have a task. And then after that, it's just kind of like... Which is like the tiny little introduction of find this stuff and this stuff and you put it together and then you have some of this other stuff which in turn turns into something else that's not even useful that i think the crafting kind of sucks oh yeah honestly like the fact that anything you make can't stack on itself is really bogus uh and i think the thing that crippled me was just having a constantly full inventory on my ship and my yep. person yep. and just i i would love to explore i would love to collect stuff i would i but i'm just like okay well what i don't want to wander more than 20 feet away from my ship because right i'm gonna fill up on whatever like the first thing i mine is then yep. turn around and sell it so one of the things i noticed about the game is I really don't go that far from my ship normally. Like, my ship, I will land somewhere, take out everything in, like, a small area that I want, and if something is more than, like, a two-minute walk away, I get back in my ship and I just fly over there. Right. Yeah, like, the initial sense is, oh, man, I lose 25% on this when, like, my ship takes off. Yeah. I think the plutonium's but, so plentiful. Like, yep, it doesn't matter. Yep. Wherever you land, you're just going to find more. Yeah, the survival aspect of that game, it doesn't feel very survival-y. I don't feel like I'm in danger ever of, like, oh, no, I'm not going to make it back to my ship. I need to, like, scrounge and find, like, something to keep myself alive enough just to get back. It's like, no, I have, like, a backpack or, like, ship full of anything I need at all times because my mm-hmm. inventory is full at all times. And if the the cycle of the game for me became, I just want to increase my ship space and my suit space, and then I don't know what that really lets me accomplish other than being more full of stuff than how That's full I am right now. Pretty much all it lets you accomplish. Yeah. it like I'm trying to enjoy that game for what it is and mm-hmm. not... I wish it were this and I wish it were that. And, I mean, we can get into their promises versus what actually released the videos of what that game looked like originally, the gameplay videos, yeah. versus what released. <laughs> Quote-unquote gameplay. Yeah, like, I... No game could live up to that hype train. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Let's just say that. Yeah. So, like... But- Maybe this would be a great indie game if it just released silently and like people were like, "Hey, check." This it would thing be out. a great early access game right now because like what it's yeah. doing is amazing, but there's not enough yet. It needs content, and it yep. feels like Sony hyped it to shit and then just sort of let it like drift off into the wind. Just like, all right, good luck now. Yeah, and I, I, I've seen it compared to Destiny in that aspect. And I didn't play Destiny on release, so I don't really know. But people are saying like that had like no content, and then they really like buffed it up later, and it became a, a really good game. It's like it still has potential, maybe. I, no, I guess in a similar sense, um, I think I enjoyed the gameplay loop of Destiny more because 
okay. the shooting felt good, so it was a game. Yeah, there's still a game to yeah. play. Yeah. <laughs> like, even though I'm running this mission, like, 20 times, I like, it feels good. Like, I don't mind doing this. I did yeah, this. Solid Yeah, shooter. I did this in Halo on my own with no reason behind it. Now, if, like, I'm getting something or a better weapon out of it, potentially, like, sure, I'll do this. This game, I don't, that the loop is find more stuff to warp to the next world, and it's really just make your own fun in between, and I'm having a hard time making my own fun when, like, I walk 20 feet, and then I just have a constant robot voice telling me that my inventory is full, and I have to look at it and figure out what I want to delete, because I can't throw anything on the ground. Oh, and then find and weird too. the one building that is apparently on every planet that it has the one person in it that must be going fucking insane because he's the one person on that planet. Just It's his planet. I guess. Yeah. So the buildings are one of the biggest gripes I have. Like, you will find buildings that are overrun by, like, alien slime. And when you first find one of those, it feels really special. It feels like, oh, there's this cool little thing that I found. This is so neat. And then when you find, like, five or six of those identical things on the same planet. Yeah, it doesn't feel and then special you... anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of sums the entire game up. It's like the first time you see a thing, it's neat. Yeah, and yep. then you will see it a billion more times in the next, like, hour. And then you'll be like, oh, that's it. This is no longer even interesting but it's okay but. the fifth time you see a slime building you'll get that achievement that like narrows your view and brings up the black <laughs> bars and everything you can now shoot in that by the way thank god yep. yeah that was an issue yeah getting attacked by things while that was like firing off was super annoying have you have you guys died a lot in that game never you haven't died immediately no you died immediately <laughs> to the Sentinels? Uh, yeah, I was in the tutorial, and it was just like, go get, like, this. And it was literally my, like, second minute in the game. And I was like, okay, so, like, I'll go over here and click this. And the Sentinels came over and killed me immediately. <laughs> I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, What's the penalty for dying? Like, it just reloaded me at my ship two feet away from where I was, and I had to collect what was on my body at the time. Yeah. I think that's um, the only penalty. I've died once, and it was just the other night, and it was uh, in my ship. Uh, I was actually, for the first time, getting into a space battle, which wow. isn't very exciting either, mm-hmm. but it was uh, a couple of other fighters <laughs> around some... Did you get to? Did you just get to the part where it forced you into that? No, oh, actually. Okay. I've, I've jumped like three times. I, I don't know how far into that, that goes, but this was... Just a random, you know, it, because that's what this game does, and it has little random events here and there. Well, and... I don't know if it was random. I think everyone gets forced into the random dogfight as they jump a huh. certain time. I, I haven't gotten forced into it. This was I was just flying around the, the system, and then just there was there was a large ship, and there were you know fighters around mm-hmm. it. But uh, I, I jumped in there and started shooting the the uh, fighters. And I guess I accidentally hit the big ship, which I think I was trying to help. And so it just blasted me out of the sky with its defense turrets. I was like, oh, whoops. You know what's not a lot of fun in that game? Mm. Dogfighting other ships. Yeah. I was trying to get the hang of it. spaceship flying game? (laughs) The flying is very clunky in that game. I kind of want to play that game with a controller because I think it would be better. Yeah. And that's uh, a sad thing. 
I you, threw on Joydeki, which is you know uh, it, it just directly maps keyboard uh, keys to uh, joysticks or or uh, other types of input. So I used that to map the uh, the mouse motions to my actual flight stick. I was trying to use that, and it was sort of working. It's it's better, but it's still mouse control on a on flying a ship just kind of interpreted through a joystick. It it didn't help a whole lot. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I died, and uh, apparently, if you die in your ship, you lose all of the uh, cargo you had in your ship. So, <laughs> oh god, that, that was a pain because yeah, I had a, a, a whole bunch banked. And I, I don't know if I could have gone back out into space to find it, but I didn't. So did you even get to the point where, like, your shields were down and you had to try and navigate the menu system and put more <laughs> yep. things yep. up to I, I think build your I, I shields ran out back of, uh, up? I, I ran out of uh, ammo, ammo <sighs> fuel or whatever and had to recharge my gun. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that that's real terrible. fun, popping the- up that menu system and dealing with that in the middle of a space battle. Like, come on. Why is that not like, why can't you, isn't, have a slot that's just like, I'm going to drop this in here. And if my shields go low, just like pile this shit into it. Right. Like, I don't want to, the menu and inventory management in that game drives me nuts. And sure I could cheat, but then if I get rid of that, I don't think there's a whole lot left to that game. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know the the menu inventory system and uh, you know flying all, all those parts of the game seem to have been designed by someone who never had to use them. It's like yeah yeah it sounds like that'll work yeah all right fulfill the requirements yep. you know off to my next gig. The thing I don't get either is like it's super frustrating with a mouse and keyboard. How bad is that with a controller? Probably way better. Yeah, I you think I it's better. It's probably, probably better. Yeah. At least the flying, I, I, I assume, is the menu. Management is just like Destiny's system, so nope. it's yeah. it's basically built for a controller, and using a mouse on it is annoying to the point where you have to click and hold options as if you were, like, hovering and holding a button on a controller. Like, it's the exact same Destiny yeah. system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it. Even Destiny, I feel like, unless you were deleting something, you didn't have to hold, now that I think about it. No, that was the only time you had to. It, it was, like, when it was something that... Yeah, like a sensitive action, yeah. you, you yeah. would have maybe done Why? by accident Why and really regretted. Like every, even the options, I've changed so many options and not changed options because I'm clicking like increase like the setting, right. and I have to hold it. Like I saw there was a mod where someone just got rid of that, and it, you can just click instead of holding it for things. Oh yeah, I, I had that on for a while. The uh, the fast actions mod. Um, that shouldn't that was, uh, need to be a mod. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was uh, good, except it, it sort of messed with when you uh, talk to aliens, and you know you have to give them some resource first, and then you and then you like it, it counts down uh, the little bar uh, as you give them the resource, and then it counts down again as you like interact with them. Like those were kind of glitched a little, but everything else was great. It's just a single click here and there. Like, don't get me wrong, I think that thing is really cool, but I don't think it's a good game. No. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's just it's become my my late night like turn off my mind thing. Let's go yeah. run around the planet for a while, find some resources, maybe build an upgrade for my ship, jump to the next system, go to sleep. Yeah, I feel like that's absolutely the mindset you need to have for that game. Or even just mods, yeah. like I, I feel like in a year or two, like some full conversion mod is going to make it like a completely different game. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I found pretty much the swordfish, too, when I was flying around the other That's day. That's pretty cool. So, I mean, they might as well just make a Cowboy yeah. Bebop mod. Mm-hmm. I, that game does some amazing things, and it makes some really cool random stuff, but... It needs more random. Yeah, it stuff. loses its <laughs> surprise very, very quickly. I'd almost want like an FTL yep. style game, like a roguelike, like see how close to the center of the universe you can get on this run, and hmm. maybe you find crazy stuff, or your ship breaks, and you just die, or you you know lose oxygen, whatever. Like that seems slightly more interesting to me. Yeah. Yep. Mm, I mean, I get the appeal of there being one giant universe that. There's one, like, huge database somewhere of, like, here's an index of everything. Mm-hmm. And that's a really cool thing. Just, like, the human need to catalog stuff <laughs> is... It's a real thing, and that's what that game taps mm-hmm. into. Yep. But there's nothing it, useful it more. to tap into that. Like, it's an inch yeah. deep, it, it would, even though it's, like, super yep. wide. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. I mean, they could even do something simple like once you scan certain animals, you can ride them around the map. Like, yeah. nope, now we've gone too far. They're gonna look into breeding and like, <laughs> like chocobo yep. racing so, so and all this nonsense. You want them to combine Ark with with yeah. No Man's well, Sky? You land on the planet and suddenly it's Ark. Yeah, there should be heat of poop. and the Sentinels it's come Z. for you. Um, one of the things about that game is like they said in some patch this fall. They're going to add, like, base building. Mm-hmm. But right now, you can't even go back to planets. Nope. Yeah. yeah that's so, they made, like, a so, teleportation device you can craft and then put in your things. Like, oh, that planet I was on a really long time ago has really great whatever. Like, yep. Or save coordinates oh, yeah. in your ship that you just hit the button yeah, and then you're there. there. Yep. That was... If they could just steal the interface from Starbound... Mm. That was uh, one of the mods uh, that uh, came out early. Um, so it's a it's a waypoint manager. When you get on a planet, like you go to the the mod runs in a it's a program running in a separate window, and you like click to to save the coordinates of where you are. And if you ever want to go back to a planet, uh, you exit out of the game. You the mod modifies your save file to change your coordinates to where that planet was, and then you load back into the game, and you're back. So. That's the only way to really backtrack right now in that game. I, I lucked out after my first warp, and I somehow found the path back to the previous system I was in. So I managed to go back once, but it took a lot of looking. I really hope there's, like, something hidden and awesome in that game that someone eventually finds, and then there's a really cool story behind it. But my fear is that that thing doesn't exist. Well, so, Nanners, you made this Starbound reference. They were in beta forever, and they were super active on the communities and stuff like that, and I feel like so many things that are now in that game were just community-driven. So I feel like nobody's guy could do something like that. Mm -hmm. Could have. They could. That that would be great to see, but like it also took Starbound years, right? Yeah. Two, three years, yeah, to get to that mm-hmm. point. So, I, I mean, in two years, No Man's Sky went backwards. Just look at that 2014 E3 video, <laughs> yeah. where that game looks amazing. I want to so, play that game. I assume either A that was pre-rendered or B that is nope, a, it was 
a it vertical slice. It was a gameplay video. <laughs> yep. So it's how that is phrased. If that's the case, like that was a vertical slice that they were running on like a Titan card or, you know. You it's could put a Titan card on this game and it doesn't do that. Yeah. It doesn't look like No, no, that. no. But I'm saying like I think that was a this is it looking pretty. Everything here is pre-scripted to move like this and look like this and be like this. The individual slice of game that yeah, E3 so previews are. I, I think that was just, like, a tiny little section of, like, here are these very custom elements that we have designed. Maybe they were procedurally generated, and they just picked, like, the nicest ones of certain generations. But then, like, and... just loaded those and nothing else. Like, yep, hmm. yep, yep. I assume that little section was just what you saw, and that was it. That was probably maxing out the hardware. Um yeah, but the it, go back and watch that trailer. Nothing. In oh that yeah. Game, oh yeah. No, nothing looks like that yeah. anymore. The, okay. The thing that makes me the saddest about that is not only the like diversity of animals and how good they looked. It's the fucking like interface and the font. The interface looks so like classy mm-hmm. and nice there, mm-hmm. and it just looks like shit now. Like the font doesn't have anti-aliasing to it. Um, the models in the menus don't look good at all. Like, that's not that hard to fix, guys. <laughs> well, uh, there is a mod for you two <laughs> that replaces the font with Comic Sans, which is pretty much bringing the game to its the ultimate most professional you know, form. font that there is. Did you see the uh, image somebody posted of uh, the players, the number of active players dropping? Uh, I think it was something 85%. like 89, 90% in the first week. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was pretty brutal. Yeah. I mean, that's going to happen with any new release game, but. Well, if you. Those numbers are really high, though. Yeah. Well, also, if you. Yeah. If you think that this game was supposed to be sort of a perpetually, like, you have a lot to do and you keep coming back to it, then yeah, the drop off like that's pretty major. But as you said, the numbers were really high, so they don't give a fuck if people drop off because that number was really high, and they made a ton of money off it already. Yeah, it's not a subscription-based game, so... Unless unless those people refunded like Brian did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, see all of my thoughts on Pokemon Go like a month or two ago. It's like, this is a really cool <laughs> thing, but like a shitty game and yeah. that also remains true for that. Well, at, at least they're they're actively trying to improve that too. And it, it's gotten a little better. I, yeah, yes, it got better in that I can load it consistently <laughs> basically because a, also the player ca- has dropped off significantly. Mm-hmm. Apparently your items can fill up in Pokemon Go and yes. yeah. fuck that. Yep. But you can uh, purchase more storage space with real money. Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I think I'm done with, with that. With some Canada. <laughs> Canada, yes. <laughs> Poke coins. Uh, I got to a Poke stop because I was out of Poke Balls, spun the little thing, and it's like, your inventory's full. I was like, yep. So I have a completely full inventory with no actual Poke Balls to catch the Pokemon that make up this stupid thing. Yep. 
What other items are there? Potions. Potions. Lore Way modules. too many potions. All the potions you'll ever need for the fighting you don't do in that game. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> and like the like 120 revives I had, I just I just deleted a ton of shit. Because oh, yeah. I'm just like, yep. none of this is important. Like, it's, yep. ugh, it's dumb. Um, you can also uh, run out of space for holding Pokemon as well. So I, yeah. I hit that a couple of times. That's I feel like that's harder to hit if you keep up with, like... To me, I'm always deleting my not highest thing. Yeah, I, I was trying to hold on to a lot of low things to, you know, try to evolve through and uh, level up that way. But I just... I, I never got around to the evolving part. You just got to keep Pidgeys around for that. Yep. Uh, I've got tons of them. Yeah, that's the only one I keep because I have that and a ton of Pidgey candy and I think, like, three lucky eggs now. I regret giving that game a dollar. <laughs> why? Did, why? Wait, why did you do that? I gave it a dollar because I wanted a lucky egg so that I could evolve all of my Pidgeys for double the XP while doing that. And then I, I did that and got three lucky eggs like in the level <laughs> that I got from that and basically like, fuck the game. Fuck it. <laughs> so yeah, they gave, they got a dollar from me. Well, you're lucky that at least you got the items that you paid for because early on I, I saw a lot of people reporting that they were buying things and then, like, they weren't getting the items. That's how I didn't realize there was an item limit. You can buy 200 goddamn Pokeballs, which would be more than your inventory can handle. So how does that even work? <laughs> I assume. Uh, so if you level up and you don't have any inventory slots, does it'll it? actually let you go over. Okay. So if you so, bought 200 Pokeballs, you'd go over, but it would just yell at you forever because you can't yeah, get anything you never new. build a check-in. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Okay. I go over pretty consistently. Usually I'll drop down some one item below the max, and then I'll hit a Pokestop because there's one across the street from my work. Yeah, I tried to. I was trying to keep like ten to twenty below, because I think like four is the most I've ever seen out of any Pokestop. I've that thing's weird. I think I've gone as far as six or seven things out of a Pokestop. That, They're not all useful, but that I there needs to be more to do in that. Yeah, like a, like a video game is what you're saying. You would like you would like a video game. Yes. One, please. Here's my dollar. <laughs> now, if they just put Pokemon in No Man's Sky, that would give me something to do on the planets. Oh. Yeah, so you're wandering around looking for the Pokemon on the planet. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Can you? Im- It'd be like Pokemon Snap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take the best picture of the sure. thing. And then- I don't, Except I don't you want- care if you, it's not catching them, if it's just taking their picture and like, oh, shit, no one's ever seen that one before. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to cool. keep to the... Uh, Keep in, in the spirit of No Man's Sky, though, then your uh, film roll only has, like, four pictures on it, and then you're out of space to take more pictures. Out of film. And each one looks <sighs> like inventory a, full. You know, a bouquet of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, every... Uh, <laughs> procedurally generated things look like dicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've learned from No Man's Sky. <laughs> every single Polaroid print takes up one inventory slot next to oh, your like God. thousand carbon not, not not to mention you have to uh build the camera itself into one of your inventory slots because it's technology your camera only runs on thermion 9 or whatever it is <laughs> gotta go pick those flowers for it well, there's a lot of them right asteroids. into the camera yep. <laughs> 
I think we just made a better game by combining Pokemon Go, No Man's Sky, and Pokemon Snap. <laughs> so I will say, uh, Kay recently streamed all of Pokemon Snap on our Twitch yeah, yeah. account. I was there, man. And yeah. wow, it's like four in the morning. Yeah, that, yep. that game didn't age well. Mm. No, uh, the it, it was different. I just saw her going yeah. through the caves over and over again, trying to do something. <laughs> well, the controls are inverted, and you can't uninvert them. Uh, just hold it upside down. Yeah, <laughs> but then you're well. Then left and right are inverted, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Damned yep. if you do, damned if you don't. It, there's really no option to nope. change that? Nope. That, you were, that was a virtual console version, right? Yup. Huh. If there is one, I'd love to know about it, because I'll go back and play that game normally. So, so you eventually <laughs> gave up on the 64? It just didn't, didn't oh, yeah. want to... Yeah. So we did the 64. Uh, we went and did the Wii. The Wii took forever, but we managed to get it to work. We realized I don't own it on Wii. We owned it on K's Wii which we don't have anymore, we gave away. Uh, so we just bought it on Wii U. And then like... it was just announced. Wait, no. Wasn't it just announced for the Wii U? Was it? Yeah, I think so. Uh-oh, I'll have to look that up. Because I sent it to Kay, like, the oh, day or two after you guys streamed, and it was being released in Europe, and there was no date for North America yet. God damn. So, but... yeah, we... That's... <laughs> you get to play it all over again when it comes out. Yep. Great. If you can invert the controls, you know what? Sure. <laughs> if you, I bet it would probably be better if you could actually just use the touchpad, like, and move it around and like a camera. Around. Yeah. How have they not made a Pokemon Snap game for that console? Like I really the one, don't understand that because yeah. it would have one... helped it. <laughs> <laughs> they just want it to die. Brady, what have you been playing? We've been talking about things that Nanners, Aaron, and I have all played. <laughs> yeah. None of those games. Yay. I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, well, thanks to you and Kay, I started playing Persona 4. Yeah. How are you enjoying your life as a Japanese high school student? <laughs> it's all right, I guess. Um, Juness is pretty sweet. It, yes. I like Every day is the, great. The items to purchase. Yeah. <laughs> That game's weird, <laughs> yep, but yep. I, I think I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm at like the 12-hour mark, and I feel like I still don't understand anything. Okay, you're playing it properly. <laughs> like fusing personas and choosing oh what if, to do. Like, if you want to go down a hole, you can learn about that stuff. Or like look up a what? guide. If Yeah, I Googled it at some point, and I was like, I have no idea what these people are talking about. Yeah. Like, it wasn't helpful. It wasn't like a guide on how to start doing it. It was like a, these are the best combos. Uh, yeah, that's... And I'm like, don't care. Like, I, I don't know. I, you can play Persona games in one of two ways, I've found. One, follow the guide to maximize all of the things. And, like, you have to follow it to a T and do, like, this after school, this in the evening. Like, follow yeah. it precisely, which, you know... I'm sure you could look up a video and watch someone doing that. Or just like, fuck it, I'm just going in, I'm going to do whatever I want, and just, I'm going to play this how I'm going to play it, and just live with the consequences of whatever that entails. And I think that's, yeah, I'm okay that's with the way better. Whatever happens in my playthrough is going to happen, I don't really yeah. care. Uh, when I picked up Persona 3 for the PSP, I had that problem of, I kept restarting, and I would like fuck something up, and I would restart again. <laughs> 
and eventually I just was like, I'm just going to play through how I would play through, and it was a way better time. I did look up uh, some of the answers because I, I want to increase my knowledge and my, my friendships. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. I feel a small stirring of friendship growing. There are a lot of weird things like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's fun. I, I feel like there's a small amount of, like, traditional RPG. It Like the time when you're in the TV and you're fighting things. But that's, like, one-tenth of the game. Yeah. Uh, it, to me, always felt like an adult's Pokemon. The way your character has, like, a bunch of different, like, styles or, like, element type characters yeah. and you can switch depending on like the enemy's weaknesses and stuff like that so it and then you're in high school <laughs> as opposed to yeah. going from town <laughs> to town you just i'm excited for persona 5 next year for sure that game i'm hoping to finish for at some point and not just give up right you have until february so you've got time well, I doubt I'll play it right away anyways. Yeah. Like, you guys will beat it and then lend me the game. I would love to play that game as a group, but I don't know how that would ever happen because those games are so long. Yeah. Well, well what's uh, 5 coming out on? Uh, PS4. Okay. So we could try... I, I don't know. We'll try and figure something out with that. I think it would be fun, though, to at least have a group playthrough if people want to do their own playthroughs. That'd be fine too. We'll all take off a week and we'll camp out at your house. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That'd be an intense yep. week. <laughs> Our friendship uh, bonds yeah. would not increase. <laughs> oh, they'd be so strong. <laughs> uh, beyond that, um, also on the video, I picked up the Power Stone collection. Hmm. I uh, remember those I guess was being fun. Yep. Yeah, they're on the Dreamcast, yeah. and I remember them mostly from the arcade, mm -hmm. and they put them out on the PSP, so this is like the PSP versions for the Vita. Okay. It was like on the flash sale. I think it was under four bucks. Is there so it's just like, like yeah. multiplayer for that? Did they add that in? I have no idea. I feel like that I've game was playing. a lot of... Mul yeah. It was very multiplayer-based, so yeah. I feel like that has to be included some way. It probably is. I think single-player is an option that I picked... When playing it, okay, but it's it's hard. Yeah, like the AI is is good, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm just really bad at fighting games. I don't know. But yeah, I, I basically got that for nostalgia. Like, did, I really liked that game did back in the day. Both of those games have like the crazy uh, environments that were constantly shifting, and or was that just the second one? Like I remember, like you'd be fighting in whatever arena environment, and like things would just be constantly happening, like walls falling over things. Whatever. I think that was more the second one, but the first one's still like uh, there's lots of objects and stuff to yeah. throw or hit at the other person or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a flash sale on the PlayStations, I guess, last weekend. So I also picked up Bastion. Because <laughs> you need it. It was like three something, and I was like, I'll play that on the Vita. Mm. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play their new game. They, I just saw they were advertising come to PAX West to get a hands-on trial for it. Mm. Which, I haven't seen anything about it. What is it? Uh, uh, 
what is it called? It was like a weird like wasteland traveling like sports magic game. Oh wait, yeah, it, it, <laughs> is that the thing where it's like sort of a like the battles are sort of like these tactical sports games, as you were just saying? Like, yep, you have to. Uh, Did they? I remember watching a, a gameplay video of that and not understanding what was going on? Yep, Pyre is the name of the game. Okay, yeah. they had that at uh, PAX East this year, I think. Yep, that I think that was where they debuted it. Gotcha. Shortly before PAX, like the day before PAX, and then it was like, oh, also there's a demo at PAX. Um, I want to get my hands on that. I, I, I like everything they do, so <laughs> I'm excited for that. So, Brady, you also played the Titanfall 2 technical demo yeah. <laughs> thing test. So, first, um, we were watching something else on the TV, and I'm like, oh, let me jump in on this remote play on the Vita. That was a terrible idea. Oh, God. Yep. Because it's an online shooter, <laughs> and it mapped the R2 button, which is shoot, to the top portion of the touch screen. Oh, okay. So you had to stop looking with the right analog stick in order to push your thumb in the top part of the screen to shoot. That was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that was a bad idea. I didn't think that through. Uh, But then I did play on the actual PS4, and that was slightly less terrible, but still pretty terrible. I I just don't think I want to play that game on a console. I think that's most of where my anger was coming from when playing that yeah it took me like a good hour or two to get used into the flow of that game again and used to it on a console for sure um i had a good time with it but i think i'm just a sucker for titanfall in general and this was more of that Uh, yeah it seems similar and i i couldn't really pick out a lot of differences but maybe i didn't play it enough uh, I'm trying to the bounty mode. I ended up playing. I thought that was an interesting twist. Uh, That's where you bank the money after killing the bounty and all that. So area. there are different rounds, uh, and for example, round one is just a bunch of drop pods and a bunch of AI things uh, like grunts, and I forget what the robot AIs are called right now, but. Every kill, you get so much money, and then you also have bonus money, I think was how it worked. Uh, and then once the round ends, you have to run to a bank to bank the bonus money. And the first team to get to 6,000 wins the game overall. And, like, round two was, like, a giant titan. So it was, like, more of, like, a boss fight. And whoever got last hit on it would get the kill bonus on it but just doing damage to it would get you that like $16 a pop uh if you die while holding money uh the person who killed you got half of your money uh so it sort of incentivizes going after the other team a little bit more while the primary objective is to go after the AI it was an interesting mode um and I still like the the losing team has to escape on their ship while the winning team just tries to hunt them down. Because I think that's a fun <laughs> way to end multiplayer games. I do remember playing that part quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one match it put us in, it was 6v2, and I was on the two-person I team. I had similar experiences with that. And it never backfilled, so I, I'm assuming it's just the tech yeah. like 
I had some issues with backfilling too, where like we lost, and then I looked back, and there were it was like six v three. I'm like, well, no shit, we lost. Yeah. Um. Man, I need to figure out how to mute everyone on a PS4 though. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. I'm like, oh, I, I hate consoles. All these people are talking to Mike, and I'm trying to like shoot people with these like sticks. Oh man, people who just narrate every goddamn thing that they are doing oh God, in a game. Yeah. Just like, that's what Twitch is for. I'd go watch someone there if I wanted that. I don't need it in the game I'm playing. Well, they're all probably streaming, so you're they, just listening they to them. very well yeah. could be yeah, streaming. They, they certainly could be, yeah. But if you're doing that, get on a different mic. No one in the game wants to actually hear you. Oh, consoles. And then Nintendo somewhere. Oh, doing something with the nx yep we hope yeah we assume reggie they're doing just, something yeah it's just a cardboard box somewhere that reggie like drew nx on <laughs> and he like duct taped a controller to the side of it uh, backwards and <laughs> yep they're finally gonna release the 64 dd nx that's how they're gonna get through the holiday nice. i'm gonna bring back the virtual boy for a little bit and it can compete directly with the oculus rift and <laughs> now with uh, green all, all I can say is the NX Whatever it ends up being it's, It will be interesting at least for 15 minutes mm-hmm. Yep I'd, Put that on I, the box I'd, Aaron Sanders says like I've our Nintendo got my hopes fanboy. up but I'm, I'm not Expecting you know And they'll be dashed Yeah. Quickly. Well the thing is whatever comes out I'm sure I'll, I'll get it And I'll be happy with it And I'll still have to listen to people go Why is that a thing and I'll just have it's to be like, like here's yeah. all the NX and here's what it can do. Uh, and it has Zelda. Yay! <laughs> and Smash Brothers. Yay! Um, I saw recently that they said uh, Dragon Quest XI was going to be uh, on that uh, alongside the PS4. So it was going to launch well, simultaneously on the NX and the PS4. That's how you move units in Japan. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. So that'll be interesting and i'm not sure nintendo cares about anything outside of japan so <laughs> they, they don't really know i guess they win how to, how to rest of the world anymore they, they know how to japan they don't really know how to rest of the world anymore it probably ties directly into the whole like they got the movie deal legendary studios doing the pokemon movie at some point which is probably going to be don't terrible. they have a new pokemon movie every year well no a, a live action pokemon movie that's that's oh, what legendary films is going to do jesus um is it going to be people running around with their phones? <laughs> it could be. I, That's how it starts. Uh, it, it's. I, I guarantee you it's not going to be like a, an actual, like, oh, adaptation of a, a Pokemon game or even like the, the cartoon show. It's probably going to be something totally different and dumb. Nanners, imagine if it was like the book Demon and you had to wear the glasses Sold. to see nope, the Pokemon. Nope, take my money. Take my money. <laughs> Here. Yeah, he would gladly do that. Can I just, like, swipe this and it'll NFC you some money <laughs> somewhere? That would be the best Pokemon mm. game. Yeah, I'd play the shit out of that. If you guys haven't read the book, Demon, it's really good. Go do that. Mm. It's about the, essentially, the like, was he a game programmer or just a really smart programmer? Uh, He was a game programmer. Okay. He basically, like, died and his house was all kinds of booby-trapped and basically created a whole, like, new internet that you could see through glasses. It was like AR. It was like if, like, he basically made the internet into, like, a real-world thing via AR. Yep. Interesting. And then, like... And, like, 
communities were formed like based on like the currency that was in it and so it was it's kind of awesome did you read the sequel i did it was less awesome but still good yeah um there is actually a story in metatropolis which is a short story collection that's really similar have you gotten to that one yet, Brady, about uh, Rene Couture, I think was the name of it? Yeah, um, I did finish that one, but I did not read um, Demon or Damon. Okay. Or whatever. I can't remember what the second book was. Freedom TM. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. The first one felt like a thriller. Yes. And the second one was more action-y. Yeah. Yeah. At, at parts. Anyway, they're both really good. They're worth the read. Yep. Uh, the one other thing I guess I would talk about is the new Hearthstone adventure came out. Uh, and they continue to make cool new things in it. One of the new like game types they had was essentially like playing chess where you had your cards were different pieces and they attacked the cards directly across from them. So and then like so if you had one card and your opponent had two so it was like a diagonal it would do one damage to both of them at the same time uh it was just like a neat spin on the game uh and i feel like they're doing a really good job of constantly coming up with like neat single player stuff to go along with the card game itself and it's blizzard so it's super well produced and voice acted and stuff like that even though it's a card game (laughs) That's neat. Are those uh, yeah. variant game types, are they, like, permanent editions, or are they just, like, temporary, like, you know, for this month you can play this way? Uh, the solo adventures are there forever. Mm. Uh, the weekly game types switch Okay, weekly. so they do have a... The weekly, weekly brawls. So that's, like, the Overwatch weekly brawls. Say very Overwatch, yeah. I, I think, yeah, they started it in Hearthstone, <laughs> and maybe they started it in a different Blizzard game. I don't know. Uh, but Overwatch basically pulls that same. It was probably it. Okay, it all goes back to Left for Dead. I can't think of anything older than that that had like the weekly mutators. Hmm. <sighs> I'm sure there's U-T- something else. 2003 or 2004 might have had something. Had some weekly like, like randomness. Yeah. That would be an interesting, like, number one, I don't know what you call that other than, like, mutators. mutators yeah. I guess mutators. Uh, yeah, that'd be an interesting thing to look up, see how, like, what multiplayer games, where that started. Because it's a neat idea. I like the way it keeps those kind of games sort of fresh like that. All right. Should we dig into news? We didn't really come up with a lot of good news other than... I mean, we we can jump back into the No Man's Sky we, yeah, that, disaster, post-release disaster. That's Well, uh, so real quick, uh, I had one other game I played recently, uh, Jalopy. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's, Ooh. it's super early access. I, think, I was going to say, I think I have that in my Steam wish list. I, I guess I, I would I describe do. it as like Russian Oregon Trail. <laughs> okay. Go on. <laughs> so you're trying. Yes. To, it's like Soviet Union. You're trying to drive across like the Eastern Bloc with like a crappy car, and you're supposed to like be repairing it and swapping parts on the way to like make it further. Sounding like No Man's Sky so far. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> uh, 
your inventory is constantly. <laughs> that part is true. No. The inventory system is pretty crazy. Hmm. And so, like, it's wonky. It, that's that's the best way I can describe it. And I don't know if that's because of early access or because of that's just, you know, the Soviet Union. Like That's how it worked then. <laughs> but uh, so I get going. Like, I, I put parts in my car. Everything starts up okay. And I start moving along and whatever. I'm like, all right, I'm driving. This is great. I make it to the first town. I stop at a gas station, and I'm like, hey, they got sausage. I'm going to buy some sausage. (laughs) As soon as I pick it up, apparently a gate behind me closes and locks, and I'm not allowed to leave until I've paid for this sausage. And this lady with, like, no face is just, you know, saying, you need to, you know, pay for the sausage. I'm like, all right, like, trying to desperately figure out how to convert money to sausage. Um (laughs) <laughs> it's is still the game or did you have a nightmare like <laughs> this is the game <laughs> and i think just because of like the ui is clunky and inventory management super clunky uh it took me a while to figure out how to do this so i finally am able to leave with my sausage but i guess during that transaction i somehow put my wallet in a bucket of water <laughs> so then I go and there's a there's a roadblock and they say it's closed for the night. You know you have to stay in a hotel. It's open tomorrow morning. So I go to a hotel and they're like, yeah, it's like you know twenty wing wings, whatever. And uh, I just can't find my wallet. Like I don't know how to interact with the bucket to to get my wallet out again. So I'm trying to offer this person sausage for my hotel room and you know they're not <laughs> having it. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it's but you had the bucket with you. Yeah, but like I, I don't know if that was a bug or if I like I did something dumb, but like I just couldn't find my wallet after that point, and I thought I was set it next to the bucket, but I think it ended up in the bucket. So you're just like holding your bucket <laughs> I would like out to pay like, for the room. Take the money out of the bucket. <laughs> just reach into my bucket, please. I can't figure out how to get it out. Maybe yeah. you can. So, like, I think I restarted and then got further, but I'm pretty sure my tires were super worn, and I went around, like, a very normal turn at a low speed because everything else in my car was, like, broken, and it was, like, Reliant Robin style, like, I just completely tipped over, like, and I couldn't figure out how to right my car and then restart it again. <laughs> the way down... Throw the bucket at <laughs> it. way down one side with sausage, just keep throwing it in there until it... <laughs> So, yeah, it, it was a really weird experience playing that game. Uh, I don't think I could recommend it yet, but it, it seems like it has potential. <laughs> hmm. Something yeah. to keep your eye on. Well, you grabbed it when it was on sale, and uh, I did too, but I have not tried it yet. Yeah, I think we should so. record your, your like kind of first yeah. reaction. But, yeah, but I'm up for that. Cool. Uh, did you end up playing any of that GoldenEye? Oh yeah, GoldenEye Source. We should also play yeah. more of that. Did that get taken down? Because I could not find it after you had mentioned it the other day. I think so I'll send you a link. It was like a separate installer right. outside of Steam, and the installer launches Steam and then installs like the 2007 SDK or something like that. Um. But it was surprisingly fun. Uh, like, I thought I would just try it for five minutes and be like, okay, whatever, that's a thing. But I ended up, it was like three or four hours. <laughs> it was like two in the morning when I stopped wow. playing. I was like, all right, I got to put this down. 
Yeah, that that sounds like old Goldeneye. That it, sounds it good. It was weird yep. because it kind of scratched the Goldeneye itch and then also like the old school Source itch. Um, like Half-Life 2 Deathmatch okay. and Counter-Strike and all that stuff. Like uh, some of the servers just had weird variants like low grab and rocket launchers or whatever. And yeah, a lot of them had paintball mode on. Oh, nice. <laughs> good. Yeah, it looks like it's still up. Let me uh, send you the link. All right. Yeah, I wouldn't mind like scheduling a time to uh, play that together. All right, that works for me. Cool. Anyone here play Fez? At I one point, yeah. Downloaded it nope. and never got around to playing it. It looked good, and then had all that controversy. <laughs> That's all I remember about it. Apparently, they just dropped a random patch for, like, the first time in two yep. years. I read about that. Content or, like, fixes? So, um, fixes, I, I, from, I, I think, from what I uh, remember. Okay. Yeah. They fixed a, a whole bunch of bugs and, and some of the display mode stuff. But, yeah, that was the the, the guy, right? I forget his name, but... Filthish? Yep. Was it... Was no. Is he the one who did the patch, or... I mean, he was the only one who made the game, wasn't he? I don't remember. I don't remember any of it. He's the one that made the game. No. Right? No. Renaud Bedard. There it is. Potentially. Philfish made Fez. Not Lip. Wait. What game are we talking about? Fez. Fez. Okay, yeah. That was Philfish. Yeah, that was that was pretty random. That's that's like uh that's the old Republic oh. two getting a patch <laughs> out of nowhere. So Bedard handled the programming side of things while Phil Fish served as the game's designer and artist. And Mel. Yeah, let's end this mess. <laughs> Which you can find all of that at bottlefuchsia.com. Streams at twitch.tv slash bottlefuchsia. Videos and archives of the streams at youtube.com slash bottlefuchsia. Facebook and Twitter at bottlefuchsia. And oh God, we're starting to plan extra life. All right. Thanks, guys. See you. See you.